0: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good morning, everyone. I'm Constitutional Attorney Catherine Henry, and welcome to this week's episode of Restore Freedom Weekly. This is the show where you get to learn uh, a little bit more about the Constitution each week and be able to gain some tools in your personal fight for freedom wherever you are. This week, again, we're going to focus on talking about the U.S. and Michigan and Florida constitutions, but I do want to remind you that I'm licensed uh, to practice law in the state of Michigan and in federal courts, including the U.S. Supreme Court. I am not a licensed attorney in Florida. I am just a normal person, just like you, who uh, can read the Constitution, and I want to share with you information um, about it, just the same as I'm going to share information about the U.S. and Michigan constitutions this week. But what I'd like to do is, uh, first of all, get started with um, the Bible quote for this week. It's in 3 John 1 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. What is this video about? What is this show all about? Why am I doing weekly shows now? uh, And why did I start doing uh, videos in the first place? I was never one to like watching other people's videos online. I was never one to. of course, I have a hair stuck in my face. Um, I was never one to do my own lives or anything like that uh, before COVID started. Not a single video. I'd never done any of that YouTube stuff or Facebook lives, any of it. So why? Why did I start during COVID? Well, because I saw all the misinformation being put out there. I saw that people didn't have the tools uh, to be able to fight back and say, "Whoa, government! This is not." the right way to handle it. This is not what you're allowed to do. So what is the best way to combat government overreach? Well, it's to have the truth. It's to have that knowledge of what is acceptable. Uh, And so my mission is to share the truth with you, to share the constitution, to share laws, uh, to be able to give you the tools necessary so that you, as a part of we the people, can take um, our government and our lives back. Uh, speaking of um, speaking of being part of We the People, some of you may have seen uh, fairly recently, I want to say it um, might have been Sunday, January 9th, that uh, I was asked to be on the Let It Rip Fox 2 Detroit Let It Rip show in the morning to debate um, a very Uh, established liberal attorney in the state of Michigan, David Fink, regarding the constitutionality of the um, vaccine mandates. The Supreme Court had just heard oral arguments uh, two days prior and had not rendered their decisions yet, um, although they have now. And um, I was asked to go on the show to debate uh, that topic in particular. The funny thing is, during that debate, by the way, youtube has pulled that video down but uh, it is still available on our rumble channel restore freedom uh, as well as restore freedom with Catherine henry facebook page uh, and i believe there are links right on the front page of our website which is restorefreedomkh.com so the um the interesting thing about that video and and i would encourage you to look at that debate it was maybe 13 and a half minutes long of a video one of my shorter videos, so it shouldn't take too long to get through it. But the other attorney, uh, besides not being able to cite a single piece of the Constitution at all, state or federal, that would allow these mandates to take place. One of his biggest arguments is that, well, it's about we, the people, not about you, the, the person or the individual. Our rights are for us collectively. Uh, they're not individual liberties that you could do what you want and endanger society. That was his argument. Well, I have been promising you um, a full video on the the concept of individual liberties versus uh, co- collective rights of society as a whole. And I could very well do like a three hour video on it. And if there's enough interest in the comments uh, of this video, i will um definitely consider doing uh, one that's live where there's a lot of questions and whatnot uh, the way we're doing the live streaming right now at least until my freedom fighting sidekick lori is able to be with me in the same room doing these videos um i'm doing the tech stuff and and getting things going live streaming on different accounts at the same time plus screen sharing to show you guys some stuff so it's not really the easiest for me to be able to answer questions during these videos anyway, <clears throat> but if you uh, enough of you are interested in doing a more full discussion and a Q&A about this topic, uh, please write that in the um, uh, in the comments. We'll see that and uh, we will uh, schedule a time and, and announce it. Um, you know, hopefully, at least a day or two or more uh, ahead of time, so you have a chance to participate in that if you'd like. Um, so, with, I, th- I figured the easiest way to start this topic of individual liberties versus just the collective rights that our society has in general is to just go to the words of the Constitution, right? Anytime you're wanting to know. What, uh, what is the government's job or role or what specific protections do we have in the Constitution? It's best not to start by looking at a bunch of cases because judges and justices get it wrong every single day, even the good ones. OK, so let's look at the language itself and then you can make up your mind for yourself if you agree with me or not. Uh, but uh, hopefully the language will speak clearly enough to you as it does to me. So I wanna look at the US Constitution first. And uh, if we look, let's just start with um, the First Amendment uh, to the Constitution where it is prohibiting the free exercise of religion. Well, if the government can't establish uh, a religion for society as a whole, and it cannot prohibit the free exercise of, of religion, that is a right guaranteed to us as individuals that we have our own individual uh liberties uh and being able to have our our religious freedom of choice not just as a society that's literally the whole point of the first part of that um uh, amendment we also have the right to free speech and the press to assemble and petition the government for redress of grievances those are individual liberties That's not a collective right that you have to enjoy in tandem with everyone else in the sense that you can't uh, exercise your right unless everybody's going to do it the same way or something like that. No, you have the right as a U.S. citizen to go to your government and petition them for a redress of grievances. Our whole government is designed to be owned and operated by we the people. And so that goes right to the heart of that we have the individual right to do that as a person. You don't have to get a petition signed to say, oh, look, I have, you know, at least 60% of my neighbors that agree with me. So we're going to go to our local township uh, board meeting and ask them to change something. You can do that if you want. But if you as an individual want to go to your government officials, whether it's in the legislative, executive, judicial branches, whether it's Uh, just in a public forum, or if it's uh, filing a lawsuit, whatever the the case is, you have that individual liberty. You don't have to depend on other people to join in just to have your voice heard. I actually uh, started, I guess you could say, uh, a big part of my freedom fighting days was when I took on the uh, city manager of the city of of Belding, Michigan, where we were living. If you say where, never heard of that? Yeah, I hadn't heard of that until I met my husband either. But uh, we lived there for most of our married life uh, together. Um, So we raised our kids there and whatnot. And uh, not that long after my youngest daughter, Emma, was born, um, I was brought information from um, an individual who I'd known through the Chamber of Commerce and in the community. Uh, very small community there, about 5,000 people. So everybody kind of knows everybody. And uh, someone brought, you know, some information to me and a whole bunch of uh, documents that were foia And I started combing through and I was like, whoa, I can't believe our, our um, new uh, city manager is doing all these things. This is awful. And it seemed like every single week there were new things, new ways that she was violating somebody's rights. It didn't take me very long before I felt compelled to go to these meetings and stand up for what was right, and I would discuss the situation in public comment time during our city council meetings, and I would not only lay out what the problem was and how the law was being violated by either all of city council or by the city manager or both, but I would lay out the course of corrective action that they could take what it is that they should and must be doing in that sense. I didn't have to have a whole bunch of people there to support what I was saying. I ended up having a ton of people there supporting me in what I was saying uh, because they were likewise concerned about things. But I, as an individual, stood up and said no more. And I did it meeting after meeting after meeting, not missing a single meeting. And eventually that city manager decided she was going to create a list of people to go after uh, to teach them a lesson about challenging her. And she was going to start with me. Well, she didn't get very far on our list. She's not a uh, city manager there anymore. My point being, it's an individual liberty that I have to go petition my government for a redress of grievances. In fact, I'm a licensed attorney. I ended up suing the city of Belding and the city manager uh, when things got really ugly. And in the course of that, I actually had to argue in a United States federal district court about my, um, uh, my right to be able to petition my government for a redress of grievances, to be able to instruct my representatives. Because the other attorney uh, for uh, that city manager Uh, who was also representing the city as a whole, which is definitely a conflict of interest, but that's a a story for another day. Uh, He was challenging me going to city council meetings and speaking to my representative, saying I was no longer allowed to speak with uh, any of the city council members because I was suing them. And there's a rule uh, in most states, uh, definitely in Michigan that says, if you're an attorney and you're in a case you can't talk to the opposing attorney's uh, clients without their permission or consent. I tried to point out to him though, attorneys don't lose their individual liberties. And in fact, the rule says this doesn't apply if the person being sued is actually a government official or a government agency. Um, but lo and behold, that district court judge, uh, that federal judge, excuse me, decided that uh, he didn't think that I, maintained my individual liberty, my individual rights, to petition my government for redress of grievances, to instruct my representatives. Uh, And he literally said to me, are you telling me, Mrs. Henry, that uh, I'm not allowed to tell you you have to get uh, opposing counsel's permission before you speak to his clients? And I said, I'm absolutely telling you you don't have the right to do that. You cannot abridge my freedom uh, in any way, shape or form Uh, on this topic. And just because I'm a licensed attorney doesn't mean I've given up those liberties. So it's pretty sad that those kinds of things have been um, debated, not just with me. I mean, it's something that's been debated and questioned uh, for a long time now, but that was way back in 2014, maybe 2015 uh, was when uh, that hearing was held and transcripts are available if you're interested. Um, I'm sure my husband has a link uh, or knows about it somewhere. At any rate, um, so that's just uh, one of the basic ones. Shoot, we're just on the First Amendment. I'm going to try to speed this up. Everybody knows your Second Amendment rights. That's not the right of your city or your county or your state to have weapons to protect you. No, it's the individual's right to keep and bear arms. Uh, And this is, I'm still on the U.S. Constitution, guys. I will be highlighting uh, even more clear language of both the Michigan and Florida state constitutions on all of these subjects as well. Uh, The Fourth Amendment, we have the right to be secure in our persons, houses, papers, and effects. How is that a collective right? That makes no sense whatsoever. I as an individual have the right to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures of my person, of my things, of my home. That's an individual liberty, that's an individual protection guaranteed to me. Uh, Likewise, in the Fifth Amendment, nor shall any person be subject to the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of of life or limb to be uh, forced to be a witness against himself. Or um, are they allowed to have their life, liberty, or property uh, deprived without due process of law? And private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. Again, those are individual liberties, private property rights, your individual rights uh, against self-incrimination or uh, your due process rights. Those aren't guaranteed to the society as a whole where you have to have the government speak on your behalf or you have to have a petition with a whole bunch of people signing on. Those are individual liberties that you can exercise and you are guaranteed by being uh, a U.S. citizen that's how that works. You don't have to wait for somebody to join in with you to stand up for your rights. Those are yours. God gave them to you, and the Constitution is protecting those rights. Um, The um, Sixth Amendment, of course, we have a right to speedy and public trial. Man, I'm going to have to do a video about that alone, considering that those of you who might still be interested in the election day uh, fiasco from Allegan County when I was Uh, beaten by three sheriff's deputies and then uh, arrested for representing a client who is lawfully exercising her First Amendment rights, among others. Uh, That trial, I just found out yesterday, has now been moved again. I think this is date number six for the trial. And we're talking about a November 3rd, 2020 uh, issue date. When when the whole issue happened. And now the judge has moved the trial without any um, reason why at all to um, sometime in June of this year. June. Um, I believe the Facebook event has already been updated to reflect the exact uh, date and time. I do hope that you'll consider still supporting me as this drags on. uh, But we will do a video specifically on the right to speedy and public trial at some point soon. You also have a right to an impartial jury. You have the right to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with witnesses against you, to have a compulsory process uh, for obtaining witnesses in your behavior in your behavior uh, in your favor and to have the assistance of counsel in your defense. Those are individual liberties guaranteed to every accused person, not to society as a whole. Um Your Seventh Amendment, uh, you have the right, um, for all suits in common law, you have that right to a jury trial uh, over $20, but these days, you know, your filing fee is over $20. So, um, of course, we know the Eighth Amendment, excessive bail shall not be required of an individual. When you have a person who's accused of a crime, bail is set for that person individually. Tons of case law says that, right? Tons of cases do. So clearly this is not bail that's paid by the community at large. It's your right to be free from excessive bail when you are accused of a crime. You are also free, um, guaranteed to be free from excessive fines or cruel and unusual punishments. That's not something that's guaranteed only to society. Well, you can't, you know, electrocute or you can't uh, poison uh, this whole city for doing something wrong. Uh, but you can go ahead and poison or torture an individual. Sure, you just got a single amount first. What sense does that make? David Fink, are you listening to what you said on Fox 2 Detroit about collective rights versus individual liberties? It's just stupid. It doesn't even make sense. But let's continue, the Ninth Amendment, we have our rights guaranteed to us that we're retaining, we the people are retaining our rights, or again, those powers that we did not give to the federal government or to the states are reserved to us, the people. Um, Of course, the 14th Amendment, our rights, our, um, our privileges and immunities as US citizens cannot be abridged. It's not um, as a society as as a whole. No, our individual rights as citizens cannot be abridged. And of course, again, the due process clause in the 14th Amendment, but also um, every person within a state's jurisdiction is guaranteed equal protection of the laws. Now, not equal restriction of the laws. This isn't about how many mandates, how many restrictions upon freedom can we impose upon people all across the board no it's equal protection of the laws we are our laws are supposed to protect us from other people infringing upon us exercising our individual liberties so my right to own my property here uh is being is supposed to be protected from some other random person coming and deciding to you know, put up a building in my backyard or dig up my ground and steal the dirt to build something on his property. The government is there to protect our liberties, to protect our individual liberties. And so, equal protection of those liberties is guaranteed to all of us um, by the Constitution. We also, of course, in the 15th Amendment, there's the right of citizens to vote uh, without discrimination based on race or color or previous, uh, condition of servitude. We have the 19th amendment, uh, the right of citizens to vote again, based on no discrimination, based on, um, the voters sex, the, um, uh, 26th amendment, the right of citizens to vote, and then. So those are the only ones I want to highlight from the US Constitution but let's look at all those right now. Is it really an individual liberty that's being protected or a collective uh, right of the people to exercise those rights? Honestly, I don't understand how you can extrapolate and say nope, no, nope, no, nope. these are not individual liberties, they're for we the people total all together. No. Um the U.S. Excuse me, the Constitution of the State of Michigan. We created it in the preamble to secure our blessings uh, undiminished to ourselves and to our posterity. No person shall be denied uh, equal protection of the laws. In Article One, Section Two, every person, uh, nor shall any person be denied enjoyment of his civil or political rights. That's Article One, Section Two of the Michigan State Constitution. Article 1, Section 3, with the people have the right to peaceably assemble, consult for the common good, uh, instruct their representatives, and petition the government for redress of grievances? Again, we already went through that with the U.S. Constitution. Same rights are guaranteed in our state constitution. Uh, Michigan Constitution, Article 1, Section 4, every person shall be at liberty to worship God according to the dictates of his own conscience every person david think have you even read the michigan state constitution it couldn't be more clear these are not collective rights as a whole no these are individual liberties how about no person shall be compelled uh, the civil and political rights privileges and capacities of no person shall be abridged excuse me diminished um, Article 1, Section 5, every person may speak freely, may freely speak, write, express, and publish his views on all subjects. Every person. Sounds like an individual liberty to me. The right to bear arms. Every person has a right to keep and bear arms under the Michigan State Constitution. Uh, no bills of attained or ex post facto or laws impairing the obligation of contract can be enacted. Our right to have a contract is not our society's right to have contracts. No, it means the government is not allowed to create a law that will impair the obligation of me as a business owner to have, uh, you know, to be able to follow through on my contract with another business owner or with a customer or with employees. Those are individual rights that we have that are guaranteed to us. Uh, Article one, section 11 of the Michigan State Constitution every person shall be secure against unreasonable searches and seizures uh section 13 any suitor meaning any person who's a party to a lawsuit um has the right to prosecute or defend his own lawsuit either in his own proper person or by an attorney you have the right to represent yourself to appear on your own behalf in court in the state of michigan or to have an attorney represent you. I mean, you have that right in every state, but that's clearly spelled out here. That's not a collective right. That's you as an individual. That is your individual liberty. Uh, The right to a trial jury, uh, trial jury, jury trial, (laughs) um, section 14 of the Michigan State Constitution, article one. Um, No person, this is section 15, no person shall be subject uh, to double jeopardy um, and all persons, uh, not every society uh, or all of society, but every person uh, shall before conviction uh, be bailable by sufficient sureties, meaning you have the right to post bail in an amount only high enough to secure your presence at future court dates. Um, Section 16, uh, you have a right against excessive bail, against um, excessive fines, cruel and unusual punishments, and that witnesses cannot be unreasonably uh, detained. Section 17, Article 1, Section 17 of our Michigan State Constitution, no person shall be compelled uh, to be a witness against himself in a criminal case, to be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Uh, The right of all individuals, I'm going to slow this down, back it up for anybody uh, who doesn't believe me yet, um, including attorney David Fink, who himself should clearly be disbarred for this uh, gross level of ignorance and negligence, uh, malfeasance when it comes to explaining the state of the Constitution to the public. Uh, it literally says Article 1, Section 17 of the Michigan State Constitution the right of all individuals, firms, corporations, and voluntary associations to fair and just treatment. Wait a minute, that that doesn't sound collective to me. Because it's not, it's individuals. No person shall be rendered incompetent to be a witness on his own account, Section 18 of the Michigan State Constitution. How about the title of Article 1, Section 20 of the Michigan State Constitution? Rights of the accused in criminal prosecutions. Those are rights guaranteed to you if you are accused of a crime in the state of Michigan. Those are not rights just for the collective, no. In fact, fact, David Fink, and anyone who doesn't get it yet, that these are individual liberties, you would clearly have no standing to sue, to bring a lawsuit to ensure that this particular liberty is guaranteed if you just brought it as a collective uh, on the part of society. No, you would have to show standing, show that it's an individual interest that you are protecting by bringing a lawsuit or a claim in court about this right. section 21 no person shall be imprisoned for debt out of a contract or um uh, well except there's a couple of exceptions point being no person of course section article 1 section 23 is uh talking about the unenumerated rights retained by the people section 24 rights of crime victims not of society as a whole Um, In Article 2, Section 4, as recently amended, I believe, in 2018, every citizen shall have the following rights. Every citizen and Michigan resident. Uh, That's an individual right. How about Article 8, Section 2 of the Michigan State Constitution? Every school district shall provide for the education of its pupils That's a right. You have a right to an education. You as an individual or your child as an individual has the right to a public education should you choose to accept it. Uh, I made the choice to shy away from that option quite a while ago now. Hence my extensive collection of homeschooling materials. Um, All right, so I'm going to jump to the Florida State Constitution to show you again just these are just examples if you don't live in michigan or florida you live in california or i'm so sorry if you do texas or nebraska or illinois or minnesota you name it go to your state's constitution and see where you're finding some of these terms in case you had not known uh what the status of this is in case you are starting to believe the narrative that's out there, that these are individual, these are not individual liberties, these are collective rights to be exercised by society as a whole. So the Florida State Constitution, in their preamble, being grateful to Almighty God for our constitutional liberty uh, and to guarantee equal civil and political rights to all. Guarantee these rights to everyone. That's why the constitution was made. How about section 2, article 1 section 2 of the Florida state constitution, basic rights. All natural persons, female and male alike, are created before or created equal before the law and have inalienable rights, among which are the right to enjoy and defend, enjoy and defend life and liberty, to pursue happiness, to be rewarded for industry and to acquire, possess and protect property. No person shall be deprived of any right because of race, religion, national origin, or physical disability. Those are individual liberties. Uh, Section three, the government can't prohibit or penalize the free exercise of religion by a person. Section four, every person may speak, write, and publish sentiments on all subjects. Section five, you have the right to assemble, instruct your representatives, and petition for a redress of grievances. Section six, the right of persons to work shall not be denied or abridged. The right of employees is also identified. The right of the people to keep and bear arms in defense of themselves is in section eight. Of the right to bear arms in the Florida state constitution. Section nine, due process. No person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, or be twice put in jeopardy for the same op- offense, or be compelled in any criminal matter to be a witness against oneself. Section 10, no bill of attainder, ex post facto, or law appearing the obligation of contract like we already talked about. Um, Section 12, you have the right as an individual in Florida to be secure in your person, house, papers, and effects. It's an individual right. No person shall be tried for a capital crime without presentment to a grand jury. Section 16, Rights of the Accused and of Victims. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall, upon demand, be informed of the nature and cause of the action and shall be furnished a copy of the charges, shall have the right to have compulsory process for witnesses, to confront at trial adverse witnesses, to be heard in person, to be heard in person, by counsel or both, and to have a speedy and public trial by impartial jury in the county where the crime was committed or alleged to be committed. Those are individual liberties guaranteed. Again, Florida State Constitution, Article 1, Section 17, excessive punishments, uh, excessive fines, cruel and unusual punishments, attained or forfeiture of a state, defi- indefinite imprisonment, and unreasonable detention of witnesses are forbidden. Section 21, access to courts. The courts shall be open to every person for redress of any injury and justice shall be administered without sale, denial, or delay. Wow, that didn't happen to us in our situation down here. Interesting. You have the right to trial by jury in Section 22, the right to privacy in Section 23. Every natural person has the right to be let alone and free from government intrusion into the person's life. In the Florida State Constitution, check it out. Access to public records and meetings. Every person has the right to inspect or copy is how that section starts. Hopefully, this is making sense to you guys and giving you guys... The information you need to be fully informed about whether we enjoy individual liberties guaranteed by our constitutions or just collective rights. Uh, Article 10, Section 25 is the patient's right to know about adverse medical incidents. Whoa, that seems to be uh, a bit relevant these days, doesn't it? The patient's right to know about adverse medical incidents. Well, again, Articles 10, Section 25 of the Florida State Constitution. That does not sound like a collective's right to know, but rather individual liberties. So hopefully you guys now understand uh, that there is no such thing as it's just we the people as a collective and you have all these rights, but you have to exercise them as a group. I don't even know how that logistically would play out. David Fink, you were wrong. You couldn't have been any farther from the truth. These are individual liberties guaranteed to us by these constitutions to secure our blessings of freedom undiminished to ourselves and our posterity. Every person is guaranteed these individual liberties and would not even have standing as a collective to try to sue for some sort of infringement of those liberties. With that being said, I do wanna share with you the three links that I have the three resources uh, that I have for you. So bear with me. I am going to screen share here. All right. So today's resources uh, links are, I believe I'm doing this in the order that I put them in. Uh, The first one is the Schedule of Oral Arguments. Uh, In that Schedule of Oral Arguments, uh, the link is on the Michigan Supreme Court. I'm sure other states have a similar link as well if you live outside of Michigan. But maybe just get familiar with this Michigan link even if you live outside of the state of Michigan so you can see what kinds of things are there. uh, And then you know what to look for in your own state. So you can see... um, this goes down uh you can click on any of the oral arguments it shows you the time it shows you the name of the case there's uh a link to be able to click on that schedule and you can see uh for example this uh there was a special session just uh last week on wednesday it was live via zoom and live streamed also on youtube so uh you have um It's also a hearing against the Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission that I just now noticed. So I should probably read that one uh, when that comes out, that decision comes out, and uh, share that information with you if that has not come out yet. Uh, The second one is the court opinions. So some people do well in hearing just that oral argument um which is the first one here they're interested to hear what kinds of things are being said what kinds of arguments are being made cuz maybe you don't like reading any of the briefs or any of that it's overwhelming uh this they're they're basically short and sweet uh it's the most condensed version that they could come up with now I will tell you that some attorneys are excellent brief writers but they get to oral argument and they're terrible Uh, They're not clear about their points, or they're too soft-spoken, or they're not very organized uh, in their train of thought, or just too nervous, whatever the case may be. Uh, So please uh, don't um, have one, you know, if one attorney is arguing a particular uh, topic that you feel strongly about or would like to know more about, and you feel like that attorney didn't quite educate you the way you wanted to be educated on the topic, don't give up. Uh, please check back more for other cases that come up and you can listen to it that way. Um, Also, this link, the second link, uh, the Michigan Opinions link, will take you to the most recent opinions. You can see the last three terms. I'm going to click on the most recent one, 2021-2022, and you will see that um, there are... Yes. So you can see, for example, uh, case 163823 Detroit News versus Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission that was published on 1220. That is a case that I went uh, over with you guys in a recent video uh, talking about well a variety of things there. Uh, Also talked about um, the case of the League of Women Voters versus the Secretary of State. Um, And there's some other individual cases that might be of interest that I may uh, share with you in another video. But anyway, when you want to look at the actual orders themselves, if you just if you're just curious, what has the court been doing recently? You can see that these are the most recent ones. So please um, check that out here. And the third link is to court live streams. Now, it starts with the Michigan Supreme Court live streams uh, where you can see um, the in-person hearings, the ones that are done all via remote. Uh, such as when I was arguing against the uh, governor's executive orders in 2020 that was all remote uh, or arguments were not held uh, in the building at all, you could see there's an archive of the video proceedings um, Michigan Court of Appeals. Um, I don't know why this only has the archive of video proceedings and not any live streaming. Uh, Michigan Court of Claims, it's the trial court level. If you want to sue the state of Michigan, essentially, uh, or the governor or whatever, it's in the Michigan Court of Claims. Uh, those have live streams and archive video proceedings there. And then Michigan trial court. So this is where uh, your district courts, probate courts, um, your um, circuit courts, if there's anything going on there, uh, such as, you know, the case um, up in Antrim County, uh, or if there's you know, the uh, the Iron Pig restaurant, uh, Smokehouse, uh, that case, if that has any kind of uh, links. In fact, let's just click on that here and see. I believe that might have been the 36th Circuit. Um, but let me see here. Um, well, this is not the easiest. I don't remember the county that was. So I'm not able to check that out for you. I just remember the circuit number um at any rate so you could check here you can look by the particular judge's name i don't remember that judge's name um but anyway that is the third resource that i want to share with you all right so uh i also want to tie in our challenge to get involved and this week i actually put it right in the description of the video here but my challenge to you is to pick an individual right, an individual liberty guaranteed in the state constitution, in your state constitution. Uh, don't just think, oh, I know it's in there or I've heard Catherine or somebody else talk about it. No, look at your state constitution. Uh, a lot of the state constitutions have a section that's just on, um, you know, individual liberties. Let's see. Um, the uh, Florida um article one of the florida state constitution starts with the declaration of rights uh, same thing for article one of the michigan state constitution uh, but start where you have individuals individual liberties listed kind of browse through those but then when you see one that catches your eye or you see one that just really seems to stand out to you Focus on that one. Read it. Reread it. Read it again and again and again. Read it out loud. Make sure you're reading all the words in all the right uh, places and um, that you can understand it. Once you've picked that, whether it's your right to bear arms or your right to uh, free speech or whatever the case is, then go to the U.S. Constitution and see if you can find... Uh, that search, you know, you could pull up by Googling U.S. Constitution or go to our website, uh, restorefreedomkh.com, under the resources tab, you'll see a PDF version of the U.S. Constitution, and you could do a control F to search for whatever term it is relating to your particular, um, individual liberty that you have selected and, and see if you can find it in there. There's not always an analogous provision in the, uh, U.S. Constitution, but more often than not, there is. So find that, read it, reread it, read it again and again as well for the U.S. Constitution. And then, this is the big part, I want you to feel comfortable enough with those provisions, the U.S. and your state constitution provision on whatever individual liberty you have chosen, that you will share that with five people between now and the next time we do another episode. I want you to share that with five people. It could be your son, it could be your neighbor, it could be your boss, Someone at church or someone you just strike up conversation with in the grocery store, I want you to share that individual liberty with five people. Tell them all about it. And they might say, Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. I've heard about that. Tell them exactly, Yeah, but did you know? So, for example, if we wanted to look at um, the, oh, your right to bear arms, right? Everybody knows that you have the right to bear arms. Um, But let's say uh, in Michigan, or excuse me, in Florida, the state constitution, the right of the people to keep and bear arms in defense of themselves um, and of the lawful authority of the state shall not be infringed. Okay, well, you have the right to defend yourself. This isn't just defend society as a whole. Do you realize that that language is in that particular section of the state constitution? That's something you might wanna point out to somebody. But you might want to just point out whatever stuck out to you about how it's worded or what specifically is guaranteed. Share that with five people. Five people. That's all I'm asking. And you might think, well, I don't know if I feel comfortable enough doing that. I believe in you. If you can read, you can do this. And if you can't read, reach out to somebody who does Um, or let us know, and we can try to help uh, with whatever it is uh, that you're, you know, trying to do. But every single person can understand this. You have individual rights given to you by God. The government's job is to protect those liberties. These constitutions are ways that Our individual liberties are to be specifically protected and ways that the government is going to be specifically restrained. And that's the sole purpose of these constitutions. So, all right, everyone. uh, That would be our Bible verse of the week, uh, talking about the joy it brings uh, when truth is shared when you are living in and speaking in the truth. Go out and speak that truth to those around you. Share those resources that I've just shared with you now and check out that notion of, is it really individual liberties or is it just collective rights that we exercise? Hopefully all of that, uh, that main point has sunk in for everyone watching this. Uh, But if not, please do take a moment to reread Uh, those sections or to uh, re-listen to this. I kind of sped through it all because there's so many obvious places where it's talking about our individual liberties. I wanted to show you exactly how um, in-depth that kind of a discussion really could be. Um, All right, let me see real quick. Oh, sorry. I just happened to see negative one degrees in Hudsonville today. Wow. I'm going to say I don't miss the weather. Um I miss all of you in Michigan, I miss my friends and family. Um I am excited though that my freedom fighting dad, um Bruce Reed is on his way down from Michigan to Florida to come and visit me and then to go over and visit my sister and uh, of course my stepmom whose birthday is today. So if you happen to know my stepmom, uh please wish her a very happy birthday. Um and uh Also remember, just thinking about my mind got kind of caught up on the notion that, hey, it's February. Um, And this is the month where we talk about love. And this is the episode where I focused at the beginning on our need to talk about the truth. Let's blend all that. Make sure you are speaking the truth in love. If you are trying to share some of this information with somebody and they're just not understanding it or they are in outright denial, try your best to speak that truth in love. Try to set aside any of the name calling. Try to set aside any of the personal insults and leave it to the facts, because quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, the truth is on our side. We don't need the personal attacks or anything of that nature to to win in this regard to win on any of these points because these are our individual liberties this is our government of we the people in fact i'm sure you can't see it because my camera is a bit taller than it used to be but um we need to restore michigan to a government of the people by the people and for the people because this is about we the people but let's do it in kindness in love as we speak the truth. So uh, with that being said, um, hopefully you guys were able to learn uh, a bit more about the Constitution today. And um, I don't see any urgent questions. It looks like Lori was awesome in answering quite a bit. I'm just scrolling really quick. If I'm skipping something that there hasn't been an answer to, um, I apologize. Uh, I'm just trying to look real quick and I do not, I do not see any answers, uh, any questions to answers that were, um, any questions that have not been answered by Lori or somebody else. So thank you all for tuning in today. I wish you all a very wonderful weekend and um, keep fighting for freedom.